afternoon and welcome into this hump day edition of the Dream Wager. Today is Wednesday, November 10th, 2021. And as always, I'm your host, Dylan. Alongside me, my partner in crime, our NBA guru, Elvis. How are you, sir? I'm good, Dylan. And besides that crazy second half on Monday night, oh. it's pretty good. Yeah. Well, it's great to have you with us today. We kind of got a heavy card for you tonight and tomorrow. We'll recap just a wonky game we saw, especially in the second half in Pittsburgh. Then we'll go down to Miami for tomorrow's Thursday night football game. Ravens taking on the Dolphins. College basketball is back, baby. Let's fucking go. Yesterday was opening night. I got picks for you tonight. Had a decent night on could have went better. Some teams fucked me. But other than that, I got a few plays for that tonight. And we'll end the show with some plays in the association. And I have another play on the ice. So I've actually been kind of hot on the ice. Taking over Joey's role. Joey Puck. Uh-huh. But I do want to start with the game we saw on Monday night. Yes, the Steelers won, but no cover. The first half under hit, um, as well as the Justin Fields prop hit for me as well, the rushing prop. But I want to hear your thoughts on how the Steelers got the job done against the Bears. A lucky, lucky call by, uh, let's say that um, unnecessary roughness or whatever it was. Yeah, the penalty. Jamie Marsh, that Mm -hmm. was a terrible penalty. By the ref, he should be wiser. Let's just start there. Mm-hmm. That was a terrible call, but that that was that literally was the game right then and there. He literally got off, uh, got a long third, long third down possession, and then look, you cough it up with the penalty. Like, come on, bro, you gotta be smarter than that. But I hated the fact that Steelers had this game the whole day through three quarters. The cover was looking good, everything was looking good yeah. under, but you know. I, I not not even not yet in the second half at least. I think they yeah. started the game really slow, but going back to the officiating, not just that call. There were multiple times where just very, I wouldn't say yeah, just questionable calls. Would you not agree? Man, it was shaky. I, like I think the refs are being they're in charge of too much of the game. Sometimes you gotta let these boys play. Like mm-hmm. I understand. I agree. You got to keep the game under control, but you got to let them play too. At the end of the day, it's a game. It's a game about emotions. You play like, shout out Irv Hemsworth. You play to win yeah. the game. Yeah, literally. So I, I understand know. the frustration from like you know from both sides, but mm-hmm. the refs you got to calm down with that whistle. And I think that's what ultimately cost the the Bears. They had twelve penalties for hundred and fifteen yards. That, that that winds up killing you because if I just told you the, the stats and I didn't tell you who would won, you tell me the Chicago Bears won. They had fourteen hundred over 1,400 total yards, 278 passing yards, 136 rushing yards. They averaged seven yards per play. And Pittsburgh, they had 280 total yards, passing 175, rushing 105. They averaged four yards per play. You would think Chicago would have blew them out. Man, you know what's funny? Hmm. You say Chicago, you think Chicago will blow him out? In the first half, you would have thought yeah. Pittsburgh is going to run off with this game. Like, you know, shockingly, mm-hmm. I thought Pittsburgh is going to win convincingly yeah. 30-something to like 14, 17 max. Max. But, but. And you know what also I think it came down to as well? Third down conversion. Pittsburgh converted a little more. And time of possession. Uh, Pittsburgh held the, held on to the ball for over 35 minutes. And Chicago only had the ball for 24 minutes. I think that with a combination of all that penalty shooting themselves in the foot. It was actually a miracle how the Bears covered. 
Yeah, like you know, I know like Najee Harris didn't get a lot of yards no, he on didn't. the board, but he was efficient. Like not efficient, but the fact that he was able to carry the ball twenty two times, you could tell like the Steelers were just in possession the whole game. It's mm-hmm. just it got real dicey late. Yeah. And it was because of penalties. Yeah. And they just and continued that, uh, yeah. black punt. Oh, that was crucial. But I just thought great job by not just the Bears, overall, uh all the dogs. They were barking. I think ten and three now, ATS this weekend. So it was a horrible weekend. Oh my horrible. god, horrible. I think it, I think this was my worst week yet. Yeah, it had to have been. I went two and zero, but I, let me look at our um, updated standing. So, I, with my two wins, I am forty six, forty one, and two. You are forty five, forty four, and two. One, you are just above water, bud. Yeah, I, w- I was four games above last week. And Joey, Joey also took the Steelers minus six and a half as well, and he lost, and he is forty three and fifty now. So you guys got Joey the intentional over under. Yeah, I'm surprised too because I told I thought it would be an under game, and that's why I wasn't surprised because you know how in the second half a lot of points are usually scored, especially in the fourth quarter. So that's why I just stayed to the first half. But hey, it got dicey down in the goal line. Yeah, even um, that Mylena uh, Allen Robinson over that hit. That hit, oops. Yeah, you should yeah, you should have taken that. That. Offense, <laughs> that offense just woke up in the second. Yeah, half. I don't know what the Steelers defense did. I don't know. Mike Tomlin was just like, yeah, let's just relax a little bit. Let's no just relax. Just... Hey, and they're right there, the Steelers now, second place, right behind the five, Ravens, five and three now, right? Yeah. And everyone was yeah. right counting them off. Be like the Browns, the Bengals are the surprise team. Look. Look who's in second. Everybody, everything is settling back down to earth. Yep. Well, it's Baltimore and Steelers right, right back in the division. Just like so, everyone's accustomed to seeing the best two teams. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. The Browns and the Bengals, right? You know, but say, I still think the the Bengals are still contender in that division. Really? You still Even, think they have a chance? Yeah. You know, Baltimore is a clear-cut favorite, but I still think if I had a bet for a second-place finish, I would still pick Cincinnati at the moment. Mm, wow, that's we'll interesting. We'll see Cleveland. We'll see if Cleveland can take off. Especially well, now without Odell. Odell, exactly. But we'll see. We'll see. But let's let's talk about the Ravens. Let's go to tomorrow night down in Miami. They're on the road taking on the Dolphins. Ravens laying seven and a half over under 46 and a half. What's your best bet for tomorrow's game in Miami? I have two. One of them okay. is a complete lock. I have my number one guarantee lock will be Mark Andrews over 49 and a half. Okay. He only went under this pop three times all season, one time only by one yard. And I feel like he's going to have a big game. Last yep. week, he had 10 targets, only five receptions. So you, I think him and Lamar are going to be in a better touch this week mm-hmm. on, on a short week in Miami. So expect some nice weather. Hopefully it doesn't rain. And I also have Baltimore winning this game convincingly at minus seven at minus 106. I just feel like Baltimore definitely the better team. They should, the spread should be even higher. I have the score being 35 to 17. So wow. I'll, I'll take Baltimore minus 17 and a half. But I ain't as ballsy as my mm. colleague Joe. Joe, you would have took him minus 13 and a half. All day. So, <laughs> yeah. You know, he, he boosts it. Get the plus get, money. Get the plus money. But I, I have, I'm, I'm real confident that uh, Baltimore will cover the minus seven and then Mark Andrews will hit over 50 yards, basically 50 yards. Yeah, I like the Mark Andrews prop because I think Lamar, I saw a stat today or yesterday. Lamar has hit his passing prop in the last five, six games in a row. 
So you know what's funny though? Remember I took I think yeah, I started it. I, w- I, I was just I was, gonna I, say you it you was that put me on yard game. Yeah, it was that three hundred yard game against Denver, and then he went three hundred yards again against the Colts. He's for been on fire. You, I he think for four, yeah, it was four hundred. Yeah, he threw for four hundred yards that day. And I think it's because the Ravens have come back from double digits three times now. So they don't really have to run the clock. They they throw the ball a lot. And hey, this was a remember this one one was the crit, um criticism on Lamar Jackson. Oh, he can't play from behind. He needs to play with the lead. He's putting all that to rest now. Yeah, I the, remember in the beginning of the season they said the uh, league body figured out Lamar. Yeah, not not he this year. Not, not not at all. To me, he's having his best season yet. Yeah, and he has to be in the MVP contention. Yeah, I think he's having his highest completion percentage yet. I'm pretty sure he's had more passing yards like on pace right now than he did on his um, MVP season. And him and Marquise Brown, Hollywood Brown, are starting to become a little connection. I know that he missed some throws early in the year, especially during that Lions game. You know, Marquise dropped a few passes, but... I, I best believe you give those boys a few more games, they're going to be, that might be yeah. deadly. Yeah, absolutely. Well, just to go off all that and echo everything you said, I'm also going to lay it. I got, I bought the point. I, I came in too early, uh, too late on it, but I did buy it and I got it at six and a half at minus one thirty. It's a little chalky, but I think under a touchdown, is the way to go in this game because seven I even see as some books are at seven and a half to get the hook I don't know you know sometimes Ravens love to play these close games on a short week don't really trust it I think they do win by a touchdown and the Ravens love to beat up on bad teams and Miami we could all agree that Miami's just a bad team this year so I think they get the job done. Like you said, Lamar, Hollywood Brown, they're all playing great. You got my boy Le'Veon Bell getting tutties too. So <laughs> it, it's all working out for the Ravens. I think they go down, they take care of business, and I think they get the, the much-needed win to stay in first place. But let's go to college basketball. Opening night last night, the Dukies, baby. They won. They beat my boy John Calipari in Kentucky, Michigan State. They did not win. I took Michigan State. They did not win. They lost to Kansas. Kansas is a good team. But Tom Izzo, he, he usually starts the season slow. You know, he, he's waiting for March. <laughs> he, he's waiting for March, baby. I'll tell you that. Do you have any plays in, the, um, in college basketball, or are you waiting to see everything, how, uh, everything unravels? I'm going to wait at least, you know, five, ten games in. But um, I will lean Michigan mm. minus 12 and a half today. Wow. But- it's too early. Like, it's too early. Like, it's just too early for me, though. You know me. Takes a, I got to yeah. ease into Yeah, college. no, I know. I'm I'm just a fucking degenerate. I got to go right yeah. into it. But that's Dylan crazy. Told me you, wanted to, you wanted to bet, like, 30 games yesterday. Oh, wait wait till Saturday. <laughs> wait till Saturday. Nothing better. We're going to uh, have a, a two-hour show on Friday, boy. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> no, I'm going to only put my most confidence, and I'll tell everyone to refer to the action because it'll be it'll, we will be here all night. But um, my first play, actually, I'm going to go on the other side. I'm going to take Buffalo and all the points. 13 and a half I got it at. Um, I'm a little biased in the fact that I'm never going to back the Wolverines. I hate the school of Michigan. So we got it. Chill. Yeah. But historically, Michigan hasn't been as dominant against mid-major teams as you would expect. Last season, they went to overtime with Oakland 
with the University of Oakland. So, um, yeah, they they did actually wind up getting the double digit victory in overtime, but they were certainly tested early on in the season. So now they're going against a Buffalo Bulls team that got guys like Williams, Mabali. They should be proven enough to keep the Bulls with, I think, respectable. I think this is too many points, 12 and a half. Even I would take the Bulls. I got it at 13 and a half. So I'm going to take the Bulls and all the points. My last play I have is Youngstown plus 18 and a half. Give me all the points against Penn State. Youngstown is returning three starters and Penn State has a new coach this year. So we'll see if he and the players mesh. Penn State is a huge favorite tonight, which they should be. They're the more physical athletic team. And I think they should win. But plus 18 and a half is too many points. I think the Penguins come out tough, and I don't think they get pushed around as people are saying. I think they're going to hang around. I like the experienced uh, factor for the Penguins also as Penn State is returning some players, but generally asking them to be larger roles on the road hasn't gone well. So new coach, new players in the transfer portal, give me all the points with the Penguins. I'm taking Youngstown plus 18 and a half. I also have one lean. It's weird game north florida texas a&m under 142 two slow paced teams think they think it's 142 good. is high too. especially for a college game that's what i was saying yeah. so and these aren't like the dukes and michigan states where they're going to come up and down the court and score 60 70 points yeah. each so i thought this I would even yeah. i would even take that too i don't know why that's the lead so yeah. <laughs> 142 is a lot in college ball, especially opening day. Yeah. That's a lot. So I think people are still going to be out of shape. They're not going to want to play defense. So I'm going under 142 for the North a Florida. Missed, a lot of missed late game free throws. Yep. A lot of missed shots in general, getting their feet up underneath them. So those are my three plays in college basketball. Let's go to your forte, the NBA. I have, Two in the same game, and I have another one. We'll start with you. What do you got? Uh, start at 7 o'clock game, Washington at Cleveland. No college section. He's out with an injury, Look, looking like he might be out for a while. That hurts them because they've actually yeah. been playing well, the Cavaliers. Bro, Cavaliers are 7-4. and four. Yeah, sneaky. Off right. And you know last year, Deli, you know how I had a great season last year? Mm-hmm. I I. I Nine out of ten times I took Cleveland plus the points. In wow. Game. Yeah, no, they they were a covering machine, just like OKC. They were sneaky yeah. covering. Yeah, they, they'll give them like 14 and a half, 11 and a half. Mm-hmm. OKC will cover that, especially mid season. Nobody's going to grind it out in a in a game in February on a Tuesday. Yeah, you or know? like on a, I was just going to say on like a Wednesday night in Cleveland. Yeah. Yeah, like, no, they just want to get out of there and win the game, you know? They're not going to yeah. focus and try to win the game by 14. <laughs> And then I have a, a two-week teaser. You know, I got the Brooklyn Nets in there mm-hmm. and Golden State. I ended up teasing it. I took Brooklyn minus three and Golden State minus one. I know Golden State is probably the best team in the NBA at the moment. At the moment. Nine and one. Crazy. Yeah, I, I would even lay the seven against uh, Minnesota, but I needed a teaser with Brooklyn because 10 is too high. I'm, we're definitely a, a 10-point better team than Orlando, but at the end of the day, giving 10 on the road is still a little spicy for me. Mm-hmm. 
you want to go with your plays, though? You want me to keep riding? Uh, yeah, I'll say I have one for the seven o'clock uh, matchup. I'm gonna roll with my team. Knicks minus the three, but what I like even better is Knicks first half minus one and a half. Knicks were off last night, well rested. The Bucks played last night. It's their third game in four nights. The Knicks in the first half this season are second in scoring and fourth in scoring defense. One of the best first half teams this year. The Bucks are twenty second in first half scoring defense. So I think this is a good opportunity for the Knicks to cover in the first half and even in the game. Jump on them early and just ride the boat. You know, Tim, Tom Thibodeau, he's a defensive guy. We get the lead, we just cover now. The Bucks and they've started slow this season to be and to be expected. They won the championship last year. It's fine. I just I just think this is a good spot for the Knicks in the first half and for the game, you know? So I'm taking the Knicks minus the three and Knicks first half minus one and a half. I like that. I I stood away from the game. I would lean the Knicks, especially there in Madison Square Garden. And the Bucks just came off that big one yesterday, Philly. So, and I think there's still no um, Middleton. Still Mm. got Coven. Well, well. Tonight, yeah, Dylan. I know, I know you're gonna be watching this game. Got to tune in to the uh, one and two face off. Tatum, um, Kate Covington versus Green. Houston, Detroit, and I'm going with Green. Mm-hmm. Got to roll with Green tonight. I'm taking Houston wow. money line. I'm sorry, Dill. Wow. I, I honestly thought you was gonna go with Detroit tonight, but I had to fade you. No, I know how you feel. I know how you feel. No, the, no, Kate Cunningham. Yeah, no, no. I was, I was looking at it, and it's funny that you brought that up. But I wanted up staying away from it. Two awful fucking teams. Both one or no, Pistons are one and eight. Rockets are one and nine. But ugh, just. Kate Cunningham's not himself. He's still hurt, I feel like. He's not at 100%. So I would lean the Rockets, but I just ultimately stayed away from the game. The, my last game I do have is... I like the Heat tonight. Minus the four and a half. I think it's a great situation for them. Coming off a loss, got beat up bad by Denver. But the Heat the Heat are a top 10 in offense and defensive efficiency this year. I think they're going to bring it tonight, especially after what the Joker did to Morris. They, they don't want to get bullied or abused. I think the Lakers, they don't have LeBron. They're shaky on defense right now. I just, just I trust the Heat more in this spot. And both times the Heat have lost this season, they bounce back well, winner, winning and covering those games. So I'm going to lay the four and a half. It is, I, I said it was a low, low number, but Four and a half is kind of big on the road, but I, I like them in this spot. I'm going to lay it. Same here, though. Um, I didn't end up laying it. I just took a money line at minus, 178, minus 176. I know it's high. I know it's high, but they're at, Lakers are at our home, so they might be able to you know make it close at the end. But I do feel like Miami's the much better team at the moment. Yeah. With no LeBron on the lineup, I think it's just a tough Tough game to ask AD and Westbrook to lead you to win against this great Miami team. You know, especially what happened the other night. You know, Jokic damn near clotheslining Morris. (laughs) (laughs) But I I understand why he did it. So Was it a dirty play by Morris? Yes. Really? Did did you see the play? But yeah, I thought it was just an intentional. I thought it It was was intentional. But I think you're it down was, 14. Yeah. There's two minutes left in the game, and you're gonna throw an elbow to my rib. Come on now. Yeah, but I think it's it was a like little a overreaction by the Joker too. No, don't get me wrong. He was wrong. Yeah, but they both were wrong. 
there, no, but yeah, exactly. There's a cause and an effect. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And the only reason Joker reacted that way is because Morris went yeah. to that level. He, yeah, no, I get he that. He hit him first, and it was a dirty play. If you if you watch it back, Morris is in the wrong. Yeah. It's just the Joker. The Joker is just you know he he took it to the next level. Happened. Yeah, you saw what happened. Yeah, and Joker ended up getting a one game suspension. Good. And I'm pretty sure Morris has got a fifty thousand dollar fine. Good. I think he should get uh, suspended. No, I believe they they both should get suspended. Yeah. And I just don't can't... like how this guy is trying to be this bad boy persona. Because like Jimmy Butler saying, he's not like that. Because if, if the Joker really wants to do something, come to my locker. We could handle this like men. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm so serious no, no, because the I Joker really serious. isn't That's like that. I know. That's why I'm he not got an MVP. Cool. He might, he's definitely better than Morris, but you're not like that. Morris is like that. Jimmy Butler is like that. So you're picking on the wrong team to, to get a rivalry yeah. with. Absolutely right. And I agree with you a hundred percent, but all I'm, I'm going to say is they both deserve to be suspended again. Yeah, that, that's fair. Just, that's fair. Or just fine. And none of them suspended because they were both wrong. Yeah. Whatever the punishment is equal. The yeah. same. Any any more plays or props for you in the NBA? I also love I love Green tonight over thirty nine points. He's going to show. Oh wow! Why he should have been the number one pick. Number one pick, yeah. Oh my you, god! I, I told you going into the draft, he should be the number one pick. <laughs> I told you I would go with Green. Oh, that's great! And he was like, nah, Cade, Cade. I said, all right. I, I was like, I can see why he's clutch. That's yeah. one thing I will say about Cade. He's he's not scared of the big moment. No, he, he he's honestly just better in the second half. Yeah, no, that that's where he's. Amazing in the second half, yeah. he takes a while not a while, he but I would beat the Nets last week. Yeah, I was watching. <laughs> he, he gets that little fire, and what it's like, Dame time, it's K time. Not, not, not yet, not yet, but you know what I mean. <laughs> but thank you for those. I do, I gotta tune into the Houston and uh Detroit game now because now, now I gotta see because now you're yeah, talking all this. shit and then there's another great game tonight, too, that hmm. I want to tune in, the Chicago and Dallas game. I'm not touching it, but I will yeah. lean Chicago money line, but the minus 165. But Bulls are actually laying three and a half. Yeah. Yeah, both and seven I, I and three. Yeah, I could see why, too. Maybe I'll, I'll lean like maybe the under in this game. Both both good defenses. Maybe. But that, that I, that's another I, good team. I'll lean. Yeah. I'll lean Chicago. Remember, uh, Dallas just won off that game winner the other day. Yep. So, a little dramatic finish there. I don't think that will happen in Chicago. Yeah, we'll, we'll keep an eye on those games. Thank you for those plays. Any play on the ice? Nah, I'm staying away, man. Ever no. since that 0-2 day, uh, I'm having it's been killing But you, you got to get back on the ice. You no, know what they say. Yo, Dylan, Dylan, it's still the first month. Baby. I know. I are, we know. Not, are we even a full month into the season? Uh, nah. No, probably not. Maybe next week will be a full season, a full month in. So, you know, we got, we got December, time. January. February, playoffs. We got time. We got time. Well, I got one play for you guys tonight. I'm going to take the Wild on the puck line at plus 120. The Wild will be taking on the Coyotes tonight. And the Coyotes just got their first win of the season on Saturday against the Seattle Kraken. 
and Krakens. This is their first year in existence. So a tough start of the season, to say the least, for them. And now they're going up against a Wild team who are off to an impressive 8-3 and three start. The Wild are on a three-game winning streak. The Coyotes are allowing the league high four goals per game. Offensively, the Coyotes are the league lowest scoring team, averaging a measly 1.5 goals per game. I'm going back to um, going to back the better team, excuse me, and I think they, they get the job done. They win by two or more goals. I'm going to take the Wild on the puck line at plus 120. Love the plus odds. So the, I love it. Yep, those are my plays. I got, we gave you some NHL, couple NBA, got some college hoops tonight, and we got you covered for Thursday night football. Anything else before we get up out of here, Elvis? Oh, I wanted to ask you real quick. Yeah. I wish Joy, I wish Joy was on on so because I know he would probably have a strong opinion about this. They say um, Jose Mazudov is off of yeah UFC two sixty nine yeah an in apparent the, in the injury close injury yeah in the close injury we don't know what it is that was going to be the third fight him and I poke Edwards um, yeah you got to stop calling him no he I poked Bala Muhammad I know he did he did but you got I'll never him. forgive him for that. <laughs> um, I don't know who they get. I know Leon Edwards is still gonna fight on the card. He's the third. Um, he's the third fight. So we'll see. I have no idea if I find anything out or if I read anything. I don't know, but I know that Colby Covington had very strong words for uh, Jorge Masvidal. But we don't know who who's on Leon Edwards's radar. Maybe another rematch with Bala. Bilal was beating his ass before he fucking yeah, got eye poked. Give him Bilal. I don't know if Bilal's ready on short notice. We got was it today's the tenth. We we have literally a month till the next pay per view to UFC two sixty nine Poirier versus Oliveira. That's gonna be a banger to close the year. Somebody could train for three weeks now. <laughs> train cut the cut the weight. Get right the back weight, in. You know? Got a smooth twenty thirty in twenty days. Yeah, but we'll definitely talk to Joe, see see what he knows about the situation. But yeah, I did see that today. That's unfortunate because I I thought that was going to be a hell of a fight. Yeah, that was a banger. Yeah, I thought Especially that was going to be a hell of a last time he got knocked the fuck out. He had to redeem himself. Yeah, yeah got, I would have put the house, not the house. <laughs> <coming from. laughs> he was actually an underdog. I was looking at the card yeah, a couple days ago, and he was he the was underdog. Plus money. Yeah. yeah. And I, you know what, we we love plus money here. So, hey, think about it. You you call him I poke. My man needs to redeem himself after getting knocked down in his own city. Come on now. And and Leon Edwards almost, he almost got knocked out by Nate Diaz. Give Nate Diaz a couple more minutes. He was wobbling him. Yeah, you you remember Nate that? Diaz a six round. Give him a six <laughs> round. He was going down. He was going down. Oh well, it's great with you today, man. We'll see you guys on Friday with more picks, hot takes. Please follow our social media, Twitter and Instagram at the Dream Wager. You can find all of our episodes wherever you listen to podcasts: Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. If you haven't already, please subscribe, rate, give us a review. All that good stuff helps us out tremendously. Be a friend, tell a friend, and we'll see you guys on Friday.